Namaste everyone. I'm Roshan Karyapa and welcome to another episode of the Bharat Vartha podcast. Uh, it's been heady times here for Digital India. Uh, Google has announced a $10 billion investment. Uh, Jio has raised, you know, north of uh, $20 billion in the times of COVID, no less. So there's a lot of excitement around not just being a consumer, but also a creator of uh, internet products and services. Uh, to talk about this, we have uh, Anand Lunia and Rajiv Mantri joining us. Anand and Rajiv are both investors and have slightly different views on the topic, I would say. Uh, and through this discussion, we'll understand both their perspectives uh, in detail. So thanks so much uh, for joining us, uh, Anand. Thank you for joining us, uh, Rajiv. Thank you, Roshan. So I guess uh, uh, we'll start with someone who is more optimistic. Uh, so Rajiv, uh, w- what are you optimistic about? So uh, uh, Roshan, what I feel really good about in India is that uh, uh, we are seeing uh, uptake of uh, uh, digital goods and services across the country, across every economic sort of class and region. And uh, if you compare to where we were standing 10 years ago, uh, there was a time when uh, the monthly sort of price per gigabyte of data that someone had to pay uh, was over 50% of uh, monthly per capita income. And uh, from that expensive era of data today, we are at the point where uh, the price per data is the lowest in the world and just a fraction of that uh, very high uh, proportion. So there has been an expansion in afford- of, of, of affordability uh, there's uh, 4G connectivity now within the reach of every Indian. And this is being felt especially in rural, rural India, which has been registering uh, user growth in the last three years in the high uh, 20 and 30 percentage points. So, so what actually India has seen is truly staggering. And I don't think most people have actually wrapped their heads around what has happened even now. Right. And uh, Anand, uh, sorry, uh what is there to be circumspect about it? I mean, you're right in the fact that, you know, we have to... Uh, Roshan, so I, I'll not speak specifically about a company, particular company making right. an investment. I mean, that's fine, right? Yeah. Uh, we do need money. Right? All I'm saying is that, you know, uh, what are we what are we solving for? Right? What is the bigger picture? Uh, so, so one thing is that you say that you want great services and cheap products for your consumers, right? Mm-hmm. And that will justify a multinational coming and let's say doing dumping steel, right? I mean, so, so, you know, for example, the government should encourage, uh, cheap steel imports into the country, right? I mean, you can imagine all the steel manufacturers getting up in arms the moment, uh, somebody's dumping cheap, uh, uh, cheap steel or, or for that matter, cheap onions or cheap sugar cane, right? I mean. These can be very, very touchy topics because it, it kills manufacturers, right? The second, but but then it, it helps consumers. The second would be like, you know, are we solving for for immediate uh, FDI, right? Uh, uh, to either help the current account situation or to help uh, the number of jobs or the liquidity situation in the country, right? That's the second second uh, option. I mean, jobs is a, is a big benefit of FDI. Uh, the th- third situation is that, you know, do we really want to have... Uh, have full technical sovereignty by building our own technology ecosystem in the long run, becoming self-sufficient and not be a net importer of technology. And uh, what I thought and what I saw, I mean, the government uh, and Modi ji said that, you know, we want to have Atma Nirbhar Bharat. I uh, extended that 
goal to becoming self sufficient in technology also right? uh and and to that extent you know uh, i would say that we can't really celebrate right? because because a monopoly investing sizable amount of money in another monopoly right usually usually uh, should lead to circumspection right i mean it should it must we all all of us i mean i'm sure rajiv and you were also also a part of that group who vehemently opposed uh, free basics uh we just need to be circumspect as to sort of you know can these things come back right and uh, what will happen to our own sovereignty and it's probably you know uh, maybe during the course of the talk we should debate as to what is technology developed by india what is technology controlled by india how do we differentiate between these things right so on the point of uh, monopoly uh, yeah yeah so roshan just to add uh, add one point on the uh, topic of monopoly so i will say that monopolies are generally bad if they raise prices right so here here you know whether it is google whether it is jio these are these and you know some some economists some analysts do think that uh, google is a monopoly that is something being uh, kind of debated heavily in the us as we speak but but uh, traditionally monopoly is bad if it raises prices uh, and jio uh, uh, in fact has done the opposite mm. uh, so 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 uh, and and obviously the benefits are clear for uh, all to see yeah uh, there is so no no such thing as a monopoly which is not evil rajiv you know <laughs> i am i am struggling to find a corporate I mean, in fact like many of these these corporates have a full motto that be, do no evil right so so i mean just imagine you know what think, a company uh, no, like no, and, and, and that point is well taken i, no, I think no, i, I, I just, coming from example rajiv so so on the yeah. discount on the cheap part right i mean uh, amazon coming to india and discounting the hell out of not only e-commerce providers also on logistics providers also on uh, on payments also on uh, food services also on copying all the brands and uh, providing them cheaper right uh, it's great for consumers right i mean frankly you know uh, it is actually today's uh, day and age for many millennials right who who are the opinion makers apparently on internet it is uh, very difficult to survive without this discounting right but then imagine what it is doing to actual innovation uh and and uh, and i mean let's not let's not uh, think that you know uh, the long term consequences are are really sufferable simply because the consumers get a little bit of a sweeter deal right so so i think i think that's the key what i'm talking about are we really solving for for cheaper consumer prices in the short run right and any monopoly right the path to becoming monopoly is is from there right i mean uh, uh, because most monopolies actually are not licensed driven monopolies today right? most monopolies are built by either uh, superior capital and discounting or superior capital and crowding out other people right that's how you build 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 a monopoly sure and the uh, sorry i just like to intervene there so essentially what you're saying is you know i mean there's no such thing as a free meal uh, and what are we giving up in order to get all of these free services right free products or free services uh, yeah. if you could explain that, yeah. that a little more that will be helpful so so the point sorry yeah. the counter point to to that also is like you know un, unlike utilities and services right some of these things that we're talking about are also capabilities 
right yeah uh, because yeah. internet is not just a consumer service i mean it's also a mode of creation right it's a platform, exactly. fantastic platform for creation so and, and that's the no no roshan i'm glad that you're bringing the question of capability right the assumption that indian kids and indian uh, entrepreneurs are not capable hmm. is another one which is full of fallacies right the 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 capabilities have to be assumed right we have to assume that we have the capability otherwise we don't should not go into that path anyways right i mean you don't really want to build a tech ecosystem if you don't have the capability right? hmm. so we have to start with the assumption that we have the capability i mean we have like good we are one fifth of the world's population we are probably one third of the world's techies right i mean which is all the good stuff that rajiv said in the beginning that we are doing so great as a country hmm. you know obviously we have the capability i mean like uh, the best brains of the country actually are going to silicon valley today to build companies there right i mean you you go there probably one fourth one third of the engineers in silicon valley are are people from india uh so if we have the capabilities you know what do we want to use with this, do with this capability right mm. now now we can say okay this capability is there however all the larger spaces right should be given away to the multinational companies right? so let's say amazon is defined nobody should be allowed to compete with amazon because you know the indian government has given a red carpet to amazon let them do whatever they want to do with the wholesale laws retail laws all of that right when there is there is no competition commission amazon is allowed to copy a brand which is sell, it's a seller off right so what are the indian founders supposed to do maybe become a service provider to amazon or maybe become a brand on amazon right so you are sort of keeping a a cap on what they can achieve right mm-hmm. which is which is uh, once you once you put a notional cap right the talent and the capability will not stay in india right? today the thing is what is google developing in india which will attract the best engineers to work for google india nothing right so so that is the cap we are putting artificially and 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 i am not against a particular company i what i would say is that why don't we why don't we say that google should develop products in india put a sizable capital investment it's in on its own company right i mean we don't want google investment in in uh, in uh, other companies right uh which is a reverse reverse thing right they are actually doing that to sort of secure at least hypothetically looks like that they are trying to secure their own revenues uh what so if if google for example right i mean uh you know were were to develop all the products right even part of the products half of the products that they are delivering in india if half of that engineering work was being done in india right just imagine the number of great technologies and capabilities would have developed in india right and that would be a true i mean the country is probably producing a more than a couple of billion of revenues for google right if google were an indian startup they probably would be the most valuable startup coming out of india much bigger than flipkart or or amazon also right or even today right? uh but they they are a american company all the gains are captured all the technology advances all the training of technology manpower all the ecosystem which comes out of people you know I mean, silicon valley is full of ex google engineers right so the capability is stifled because we don't have ex google engineers in india right Google does two billion dollars of probably three billion dollars of revenue in India, but uh, doesn't create any engineering talent pool, and that's the question about capability. So, so do we really want to build that capability, right? Because because uh, a team which can which can go and take on Google, right, has to be confident that you know that the doors will not be closed to them at some point, right? The capital not which will not be stifled, right? And if even if they reach, I mean, I'll just give an example of uh, capability. we have this company called uh, share chat right you heard about it yeah now 
now a lot of people have said that you know indian companies are copying chinese companies and that is not the part to innovation and all of that interestingly share chat launched we were growing organically uh, this chinese company tiktok they came and uh, copied share chat pixel to pixel launched an app called hello h e l o in fact uh, they also sort of did a smart trick by by imitating us, us on google right and uh, buying advertisements on our name on google which we had to go to the high court and actually stop right wow. now now we can what does the company like share chat do i mean of course you know it's a very very large company right? now, now you you are not imagining that a venture capital fund will be able to take on google or byte dance right i mean in india given the the way the things are and given that you know the the largest broadband provider in the country and a telecom provider in the country is also very strongly aligned with google you can imagine that a venture capitalist will not take on google right? even if they could right mm-hmm. so so you are sort of closing all of those doors and uh, what could share chat do could hardly do anything and and uh, and of course you know after tiktok was banned we are trying to copy tiktok right we are trying to build a competitor called moj so we we are doing that uh a lot of lot of capability comes from imitation right? so if you look at china right bulk of their technical capability came from imitating right? so so they imitated google into baidu they they imitated youtube they imitated practically every other you know they had imitated twitter also in weibo mm-hmm. and all of that and uh, and and i think practically all over the world imitation i mean even fakes and uh, copies and all that's the beginning of capability right so indian entrepreneurs i mean even if you don't want to to con- uh, close the country and build a wall garden you also can't do reverse where where in the name of consumer benefit or in the name of fdi i mean interestingly amazon is losing probably more than a couple of billion dollars in simply discounts in india, in the country right now we celebrate that in two ways one we say oh consumers are getting great price from amazon great two we also celebrate that that discount which comes into india as fdi right so we are also celebrating fdi also right oh my god we got so much of from amazon right i mean just imagine so 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 the government rolls out a red carpet for amazon for it to bring money into india to discount the hell out of local industry right <laughs> and and that's that's what i'm saying is sort of you know not really in the long term interest right? mm-hmm. uh of of developing local capability and, so and that's all i'm saying so rajiv a question to you then um right what uh, anand is exposing is basically free market fallacies right there is no such thing as uh, in, in a sense there is no such thing as a purely free market in that sense why can't we build some of these capabilities why can't we build the leverage from within india uh, indigenous so, people, indigenous uh, apple facebook and so on so so i i i share the concern on uh, particularly the regulatory side which anand raised uh you know uh competition commission of india well the less said the better absolutely, uh, absolutely. uh you know the number of challenges it has in terms of uh, knowledge know how uh, how to handle some of the emerging issues because some of these issues are so cutting edge mm. and i don't think that institution is equipped to handle them yeah and frankly what happens is very often they are looking west they are seeing what other countries doing and trying to copy that no rajiv just to interject you know interestingly because all of us and even the gov- I, i think regulators may want to listen to the industry the problem is the industry forums are also now representative of the foreign players right that's the sad part right 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 so who do the regulators listen to so sure. regulators probably want to learn right? right and and then they call people from the industry who do they call they call the ceo of the the local multinational company right so right. so so probably our regulators are 
sort of getting the wrong kind of lobbying wrong kind of influence and and i do think that you know chasing fdi blindly uh, uh in these terms is sort of a sort of hence becomes a wrong uh, kiare to to chase and and hence my comment on you know you know what is the the what is in it you know because uh, uh, day zero uh, there is a announcement of 10 billion dollars day one uh, there is an announcement of half of that money going into reliance jio you know i i'd be like sir i mean that company is not desperate for money right that money is not going to really change the internet ecosystem right it <laughs> is that half of it right so so it's sort of <laughs> so so i think no uh, no i i i see your point i see your yeah. point but but i will say that so so i don't think any country has figured out what is the right way to regulate no, no. the In digital fact, world as well these digital uh, monopolies you know yeah. uh, amazon facebook microsoft and google no european country has been able to regulate right no and and and, and even in terms of a academic sort of framework yeah that uh, you know how do we regulate them the, so no, when no. it comes to except industrial that, businesses except that there is a there is a well established yeah. kind of uh, you know uh, literature on it there are researchers no you're right you're right no no the problem is exactly the point rajiv so if all of this we were discussing about auto industry right or yeah. steel industry somebody is yeah. coming and dumping somebody is killing the local manufacturers politicians know what to do industries don't know what to do you will not find a chinese chinese steel manufacturer being a part of a steel association of india right same mm-hmm. way you will not find uh, infosys and tcs ceos advising uh, the american president on uh, immigration issues for example right? <laughs> or, or visa issues right so but sure. in india we have so in india interestingly right. all of these associations are actually the the local executives of the multinationals right and that right. is probably why even europe has not been able to figure this out and interestingly rajiv if you see what's already happened in europe right uh apart from london a little bit uh, in london by and large innovation has been stifled in europe right if you see they have not really been able to create technology ecosystems russia has made better progress again to some extent because of a sort of a china style policy of uh, of giving uh, a walled garden to the local companies uh israel same thing but again israel is uh, uh again i mean in, in the industries of, in agriculture and and some of the industries that you know they were very strong in uh but europe if you look at i mean they tried hard and uh, they're doing a decent job but but in in software space i think they are like india they are a massive net importer of technology to the uh, western europe and america kind of geopolitically being close together in a sense we are seeing that now too right with india yeah. uh it's i i thought it was interesting even even a couple of years ago that it was walmart that acquired flipkart and not a chinese e-commerce player yeah. uh so so the stakes that large american businesses have in india now is part of a i think a broader kind of geopolitical uh, reordering yeah. and and uh, in the short run you know we may feel that obviously a uh, large part of our ecosystem is kind of uh, non indian or you know american uh but but i i i sort of have a optimism about this that in the future we will see indian companies going west and being welcomed there because we were also open when they wanted uh, to come in yeah yeah the the only thing is they have to be allowed to become big first in the country itself right that's the, that's the pre precondition right and and a sure. flipkart could have could have become a regional powerhouse in e-commerce right right had they had they not been competing uh, head over heels in terms of discounting with amazon I mean, it's very clear the reason why Flipkart sold 
uh, I don't think that people were desperate for exiting or anything like that. It was very obvious that you know at some point they just couldn't match the discounting by Amazon. No, sure. I mean, you know, financial investors versus strategic investors. Strategic investors continuously pumping in money. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That challenge of raising financial investment. <laughs> no, I think and beyond the point, financial investors also, without regulatory support, I against. I mean, I I don't know what is unethical, but uh, but uh, but any kind of discounting, any kind of uh, incentives or preferences given to any large global player in India, right? Will automatically drive away the venture capitalist. So, so, so what we are now seeing, Rajiv, interestingly, is that bulk of the money and investments are now flowing in. Even the founders are sort of given up on the global space. So, bulk mm-hmm. of the innovations are now coming in in uh, slightly more regulated industries like financial services, right? Or healthcare, where where our country is more regulated, uh, we don't really see direct. uh you know we can't uh, the foreign companies can't really parachute themselves uh, directly and, and uh, land and expand uh, those sectors people are going in but then some of the more broader global technology services we hardly any have any provider and and it's not going to also work beyond some point because because you know if you look at microsoft right i mean as a word processor it's a great word processor can indians afford it it's very expensive for as a as a as a software as a word processor for indian people to afford it is really really expensive and and if you really think of the business software which is like a big need for india a uh, bulk of the business softwares in america are american prices they need to be 3 4 5 times uh, cheaper if they have to come to india and uh, and we will need indian softwares to sort of you know start somewhere to be able to hold on their own right if they were to serve a wider audience you know these global softwares are not really going to service and uh, you know solve the problems of of what we are doing so i also you know, yeah uh, roshan just one more point about uh, just yeah. side stacking uh, i'll forget uh, the the question about regulation we talked about competition and building yeah. our our long term ecosystem but uh, regulation and the adverse effects uh, global platforms which are unregulated the adverse effects they can have on the society and the politics of the country right mm-hmm. talk about that also yeah no that's exactly what i wanted to ask you about see uh, you gave couple of examples right okay let's put aside uh, amazon for example right let's uh, look at the word processor or something of that sort now these mm-hmm. are actually uh, i would say force multipliers right because arguably you can uh, you can say that you know they make your business more efficient they make your uh, yeah, they help you produce uh, things of value as well right mm-hmm. uh, and you know we can't imagine a world without google at this point of time sure at some point of time there will be an indigenous apple indigenous facebook indigenous google right mm-hmm. but you can't wait until then to catch up so which means mm-hmm. what is the right way to regulate some of these things how do we make sure that we we are able to use the product as well as you know our no, own i think it's a, it's a good that. point it's a good point so again i mean i will uh, not take the example of amazon right uh, let me take an example of uh, any other industry let's say talk about insurance right will we allow an american insurance company straight away to sell insurance to indian companies uh, indian consumers no but right? i think the key difference uh, here uh-huh. is in the ip uh, anand uh, yeah, yeah insurance is the ip man i mean insurance no, no. you have to you have to price insurance you have to service of course Everything not ip right but but uh, but you will not allow i mean for example garments right you wouldn't allow garments to be imported into country into the country without a duty right now what is the duty we are paying on search 
you okay. you don't know right it's a 2% equalization levy which is proposed we don't pay anything right? what is the duty we are paying on any other software hardly anything right? uh what are the obligations in terms of uh, building local technology if, if for example you talk about defense right we are buying we are talking about uh, importing aircraft for example right uh, the, the government is very insistent these days that we will also not only buy aircraft from you we want a technology transfer also we want to be able to maintain the aircraft ourselves and eventually we want to be able to produce aircraft right in the long run unless that is as a part of the path we are not giving you access to our uh, defense contracts right now why can't we do the same thing in technology also we are giving access right we are probably giving uh, preferential uh, treatment uh, and i'll tell you how preferential treatments are i'll just give you some examples and and it's very difficult you know like rajiv said monopolies are very difficult to understand unless academics go after them you know we will not find out but but uh, why can't we insist that google will start developing its own products have a full technology team in india right support team in india today an app is unlisted on google app store right our startups actually have to engage with a wall right we, we don't know where yeah. the people are what time zone they are you 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 know that right i know uh, i'll give another example apple uh, tiktok so so the netizens of the country right not government normal people of the country because tiktok was not being able to regulate tiktok was putting objectionable videos the netizens of the country down voted tiktok to 1.3 rating now that rating came back to 4.2 suddenly now i am sure somebody called somebody right yeah. because tiktok is a very large customer of google right now the question is that is a major impact man right i mean that is a serious impact <laughs> and i think nobody could take no I, no I don't think, actually uh, actually yeah. actually i i just want to add one point here on you know we always run into this issue of even if we want to build mobilizing capital mobilizing indian savings indian capital into this so i think there are a lot of gaps there even from a regulatory perspective from a so for example i'm sure you know anand uh, you have you have you have experienced this too so the taxation of aif oh yeah absolutely it's crazy generally right? generally taxes in india direct taxes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, unlisted taxes unlisted equity no. versus listed equity so true rajiv i'll give a very 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 tiny micro example for the longest time google and microsoft were allowed to automatically charge your account monthly or yearly for their email services or software services and But local players could not local players they could not automatically debit your credit card right yes. I mean, it is very very surprising i mean it's a very important thing if you actually go and ask no, a local player the yeah. entire local saas industry could never develop in india because you know indian software manufacturers uh, players were not allowed the privilege of automatically charging a credit card in fact that is not allowed even today you know i think after a lot of complaints there is a two factor authentication now compulsory on some software players i do think that some of them are still bypassing it right now it's a very very tiny privilege which is sort of a privilege for for the foreign player right? taxation again right service tax and and gst sales tax i mean uh, in the previous regime wasn't levied on the foreign softwares right in fact uh, club club factory and sheen have been importing clothes and garments under the under the you know gifting route for the longest time in the country right they don't pay any customs excise nothing right i mean and and it is surprising that you know these things this was continuing for a long long time because because we don't have a regulator to go and complain to about this right i mean who do right. go and complain to there will be probably three ministries involved right and uh, and they are they are not really in a position to solve these things immediately right but if we have a comprehensive policy saying that these are real industry right i mean 
I think the first step, Rajiv, uh, is to sort of recognize these industries as a massive industry. They no, absolutely. I, I categorizing them as startups and apps, and then putting some uh, past his prime retired businessman or retired professional as the head of their association, that is completely counterproductive. You know, the wrong people are are uh, heading the policy advisories. The government is consulting the wrong people, you know, unfortunately. And probably, hence, hence the regulators and the bureaucrats are probably listening to the wrong people and probably forming wrong opinions. Right? And in fact, everybody first has to understand that, you know, I mean, whatever we do on the mobile and all the apps there are probably the most important asset and the most important technologies. Right? And and these are the most important businesses. Right? I mean, and 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 it's uh, Uber and Ola, not an app. Right? I mean, I mean, they are. They are they are what the country runs on. Right? They, they are the most important public transportation system in the country. Right? And once we start treating them with a due importance, and actually, you know, it's surprisingly how few entrepreneurs and how how less frequently the real entrepreneurs, Indian entrepreneurs, get called to policy forum. There is no no permanent connection. I would rather say that we also should have an ombudsman. Right? I mean, like you have in the banking space, right? He do this is going wrong, right? Can you correct it? I mean, mm-hmm. we probably need a not a competition commission. We need a fair play commission. Saying that this is dumping over here. You know, this this guy was downgraded, but Google unilaterally changed the rating from 1.3 to 4.2. No explanation. Can we sort of uh, get Google to publish their uh, rules and regulations uh, in the market? They have this. By the way, all the ad companies I suspect are stifling the growth of every startup in the country, right? Because because you know, it's right, obvious. Whenever whenever we raise a Series A. Yeah. By magic, the algorithm decide to charge you more, right? For for downloading another next customer, <laughs> and it is very surprising. Right? I I can't imagine the, the algorithm works so perfectly for the same volume of downloads. The rates become three four times, right? <laughs> it has to be wow. manual, right? I I I don't want to be you know taken to the court, but I'll really really challenge them to publish their algorithm, right? And why not? I mean, it's, all, it's any, extremely anything, opaque. Any any decision taken by a monopoly, right? Yeah. In in business, in terms of charging consumers, not a fixed price, right? The explanation has to be in public, right? Why aren't we allowed access to the financials of Google, where consumers and the authorities know how much is being charged? Bulk of the charges, by the way, right now are going to Singapore, not to India, right? Because because India is supposed to be just a distributor. It's like. Uh, It's like you know, Maruti Suzuki is an important car in the country, but we only have distributors. The manufacturer is somewhere in some other country, right? so we don't know how much they are charging, what are their margins, you know, how do they play with the price? We have no clue. Right? And, and I mean, there is there is a there is a, there is a very serious actually knowledge gap, uh, state capacity gap no, no. when it comes to Rajiv, regulators who are supposed to manage this. Rajiv, in, in America, for example, some of these things will be obvious from the from the financial accounts. Which everybody, every company has to file in the public. But, but right? in we India, we don't have access to that. We don't yeah. have access. Exactly the point, right? Yeah. Aspirant. Right. Yeah. I mean, algorithms. Right. You, if algorithms are important, and and you know your algorithm. For, I mean, we are <laughs> talking about algorithms. The government of India tried to take on the algorithms of Twitter, right? And we we invited uh, the CEO of Twitter to the parliament, right? What happened to that? Right. <laughs> so so again, I, I think. I, I think that you know that sort of was brushed aside by the government. It shouldn't have been. That should have been taken as a major uh, lack of access and control, right? We should have insisted right there and then. He do it form a subsidiary, put all the capital that you want to, right? We'll regulate how much capital you bring into the country, 
put and, agree with that well, every that, 5 and, years and and and, and we should be able to see how the india business yeah yeah the, you know, the ceo file what is happening file file the taxes in india we want to see what's happening in india and your ceo india will be responsible to the parliament and then that guy can't escape the parliament right i mean a parliament or the local police station whatever you take you know so entire value chain of regulation right? no <laughs> sure sure i mean i think i think this was also a major issue with whatsapp right like where whatsapp yeah. was operating in the country hundreds of millions of users and they don't even have a exactly. representative and and that yeah. that will probably automatically right will bring in both fair play and and consumer benefit because we are not taking away the service we're not saying ban it but establish some rules of the game right there should and be sunlight transparency yeah sunlight transparency yeah yeah and that's about it i think at, at that point if if uh, google decides to bring 100 billion dollars of capital into the country to really compete or amazon decides to do that because you can't bring every year you make a loss you lost two years 2 billion dollars this year next year to again get 2 billion of fdi and everybody celebrates no good capitalize the company one and let us see what you're actually spending on so it'll be a fair competition right i think no actually actually the, actually the yeah the the other kind of driver behind behind that you know uh, c- continuous capital sort of splurge in india is obviously the global kind of interest rate environment yeah. so you know these yeah. market caps of these tech companies have gone into the trillions now yeah yeah and you know they are able to access capital at like uh, unbelievably low rate so actually some of the problems we are talking about are actually also made worse yeah. by the issues of the of the indian financial system of our of india's that, inability no i think i think tax savings. rates indian tax rates and indian interest rates are are too big deterrents of any kind of industry yeah uh, but then if you get people to form subsidiaries in india you know just imagine imagine uh, the auto sector right i mean in spite of maruti being a monopoly for the longest time you know maruti still was an indian company they were forced to develop the indian ecosystem in terms of auto parts manufacturers and you know uh, distributors and service providers and all of that and eventually we have a little bit of competition and thankfully if you see in the last 10 years uh, in the auto market the prices haven't really gone very very high they have not really you know in fact it's a sort of uh, one market which has given given good value to the to the consumer there is enough choice and, and enough option uh which is the benefit of having a company <coughs> based in india right so i would mm-hmm. say you know capitalize google google for india and bring in capital for next 5 years don't say here every year i lose some money and then i bring in next year right capitalize yourself and then play with it right? and the government then should regulate the capital right and then we uh, i also think the societal part about regulation that's a more tricky one uh, i think in general <laughs> the government is struggling with uh, regulating anything on the internet uh, i'm not an expert on on what to do uh on the business side i think rajiv and i gave some recommendation right? uh but, but no but i but i would add anand actually i i i do think uh, i mean i'm all for transparency i think all uh, tech players who are especially you know you can, we can have checks around that where above a certain size you need to have a presence in india so so let's say if it's a really small software player or a small kind of a company doing business here then you know it makes it simpler for them only if they acquire a certain scale they come here but i do think capital should be allowed to uh, flow in india and and we should adle- we should address here in india some of the problems that are inherent to the indian yeah, yeah, system yeah yeah no i think so, i so think then, uh, and, i think and then and then yeah. i think the longer term advantage actually of staying open now is is there will be an opportunity for indian companies to go abroad maybe maybe not maybe not with the marketplace maybe not with e-commerce 
but there will be future waves of technology yeah where, yeah, where, is, where so, same thing i would i would treat this uh, the way we treat defense for example right and and, and why i use defense is because i think uh, digital technology are equally important for the country uh bulk of the defense basically ensures that you know there's a local ecosystem and, and local capability right so that should be the guiding principle that's so it. where do you see geo fit in this uh, whole scheme of things uh, rajiv no so so in some sense uh, uh, you know one could argue that uh, this is the rise of uh, india's own technology champion actually yeah. uh, and and uh, uh, you know they have raised financial investment from large global players but obviously they remain like a largely indian owned company so 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 and and, and as as i think uh, mukesh ambani said in this year's agm geo will be globalizing he he clearly indicated that right so so it, it's going to be interesting to see uh, you know if they decide to go out of india what do they do and what do they offer so i guess i mean all of us agree that you know it has to be regulated but how these uh, regulations will play out is uh, you know the million dollar question or rather the billion dollar question right yeah uh, and on that actually roshan so there's the data protection bill which is going to come in this uh, monsoon session right. there was a shri krishna committee report so these are these are actually uh, i think world over governments are debating this countries are debating this as to how you should regulate privacy data use even data localization all these aspects so yeah. so uh, the optimist in me says that uh, we will find a path but but i do share the concerns that anand is raising i mean they are all very valid yeah. roshan what i would like to aim for is that if whether an indian company or a foreign company comes to india and does well right uh, the wealth wealth is shared by local players so the companies list whichever companies and and uh, make the indians rich we we spend and but we we also invest and gain Uh, that is what is happening in silicon valley bulk of the money is actually you know in a, in a market cap at uh, 10 to 20 times of revenue bulk of the wealth is actually coming from uh, market cap uh, i would like to see the same thing uh, in terms of technology development so real technology development happens here net net whether it is a foreign company or whether it's a multinational or whether it's an indian owned company it is irrelevant you know in, in a global world it should remain irrelevant yeah. but what is relevant is that you know capabilities are local yeah. produced locally and then they build the local ecosystem right? so these are two things and the third would be like you know there 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 uh, may be a little bit of uh, pain in a few few policies like you know giving tax cuts in uh, private investments in aif for example making them at par with uh, global rates reducing interest rates for certain sectors those are those are sort of slightly more painful steps but i think it worth it you know these are very very long term initiatives and uh, they probably have significant loss uh, for the country yeah So I think we're past the po- point where anyone can cry foul on protectionism. So I think there should be full-fledged state activism on these fronts to make sure that you know maximum value is uh, built and consumed in uh, India itself. Uh, so I think on that note uh, we can end the podcast. Uh, thanks so much uh, for joining, Anand. Thank you for joining, Rajiv. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, this podcast okay. will be available on great, our platform. It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah.